You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 55 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. We're here each and every week to encourage the community to live a more healthy and balanced life. And of course, we hope to be a source of encouragement as we share our own journey of practicing what we preach. (laughs) (laughs) That's the plan. Whether it always works, that's a whole other story. This is also an opportunity for Father Roderick and I to get together and just kind of chat it up for a little bit because uh, (laughs) it's a lot of fun to do that. Yes, it certainly is. Anyway, Father Roderick, so how are things going in your part of the world there in Amersfoort in the Netherlands? It is cold here. We've we have a return of uh, of winter temperatures and uh and I can tell you I'm sick and tired of it. Now, of course, I shouldn't complain because I've been uh following the news from the U- from from the United States and uh there's this Snow apo- snow apocalypse, or how do you call that? Yeah, they're, they've got some kind of weird name for it. There's lots and lots of snow. I think, what is it, 20 states were covered with uh, like a massive storm. It is absolutely incredible. I saw pictures from Boston. Remember that we walked in Boston in yeah. the sun, and it was nice, and we were going to go for a burrito. And I just can't imagine that that same city is now covered in so much snow. It's weird. It is weird. Well, I'll tell you, we were very blessed here where I'm at in the, in northern Kentucky. I think we just barely dodged that storm. And it's a good thing, too, because I really need those sidewalks to get out there and walk. And, and oh, yeah. I really, I, OK, I shouldn't say that. I need to rephrase that to be accurate. I really want those sidewalks because <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of, of walking indoors uh, and, and going out to the gym when it's this cold outside and everything so anyway yeah yeah. it is it's tough though to go outside and uh and walk or run when it's uh when the weather is nasty and uh, (laughs) and when it's dark especially i i hate the fact that it's it's dark so long in the morning and then in the evening it gets dark really early and uh i want to go out when there is sunlight so it can uh help me uh fight the winter blues but uh there i guess i'll just have to wait but, well, how, uh, how have you been lately? Your your health? Are you completely over all the stuff now? Or yes, yeah, yeah. I'm tired because um, I started working again uh, for TV, and this past Monday and Tuesday, I had to get up at a, a really early time, like five. Uh, I had to wake up at five, and I had to be uh, at the station at six to film uh, just before eight in the morning, and I am just not used to that anymore. And normally when I wake up early, I just sit and read or have breakfast and do kind of calm things. But to wake up, take a shower, get breakfast, and then take my bike to the station in the cold, that is a whole different story. And I don't like it. And I was just exhausted these past days. And it had a very negative influence on my energy to uh, to keep my balance. And I have to be perfectly honest, I... I, I didn't count many calories. I did make it up this morning because I knew that th- we were going to record this show. And it's like, oh, gosh, uh, Cliff is going to check his um, uh, Lose It app and he's going to see that I haven't been counting calories for three days. So I probably have something to hide. Well, <laughs> I kind of uh, try to um, 
to think back of the things that I ate. And one advantage of uh, my current lifestyle is that I don't eat in between the meals. So I can still kind of, and I, I always eat the same, except for on Tuesday. But I'll get to that later. But uh, so I was able to to kind of get a good estimate of what I've been eating. And uh, on Tuesday, I uh, had to film all morning in a, in another city. And then uh, I usually go with my cameraman to uh, a local restaurant and we eat. And we eat well because it's uh, it's exhausting and we were both starving. I mean, last uh, I, I eat at six o'clock in the morning and then the the moment we sit down, it's already one in the afternoon. And so I, I had a, I was ravenous. And it was this restaurant where they, uh, instead of serving you like regular sized meals, you get this list. It's almost like what they do in Spain, you know, with the, uh, what's the word again? Uh, the, uh, where you, you get all sorts of small dishes or miniature, uh, food, like oh, yeah. a, a tiny little hamburger or, uh, two sausages and a little bit of sauce. And then you get these, uh, uh, fries with herbs and then some special kind of mayonnaise and, and, and I was just so hungry. I did, I didn't care. I was like, okay, I want this. 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 And I didn't even think to to count cal calories and then it, they brought it to the table is like oh, oh i'm so not gonna count calories now <laughs> and so and and it's food that i never eat so i i wouldn't even know how to count calories and so what i did is i created um kind of like a dummy blanket type of uh entry in lose it and i just called it restaurant food and and I, I I just put in 100 calories per item, and then I was like, okay, so it must have been must have been at least a thousand calories that I've eaten at that restaurant, and so I just entered 10 times the restaurant food, and and that kind of it's a very rough estimate, it's it's not very accurate, but at least I can put in something. Yep. Uh, and so looking back at the week. Um, and people that follow me on Lose It, they can they can see that for themselves. Um, I think that four out of seven days I got over budget, which had the result this uh, morning. I stepped on the scale and I hadn't lost any weight. I didn't gain weight, so that was good. Mm -hmm. But I didn't lose anything, despite the fact that I have been running a bit. Although yesterday during my run, it was so cold and I forgot to do a warming up which is stupid. And I know because I've been running for, for years now. And I just, you know, I was like, it's cold outside. I'm tired. I'm not going to do a warming up. A warming up is effort. I don't like, I'm lazy today. I'm just going to run. And I guess that it was so cold that my, my legs just didn't like that. And so I kind of overstretched my, uh, my calves or, you know, the, what is it? The lower part of my leg. Mm -hmm. How do you call that, that muscle? Is that a calf? Uh, well, the lower part, it would be, uh, your, well, between shin, my your shin, and my, it would be my, my shin. shins. Yeah. yeah. So my shins hurt a little bit. So I stopped after five miles. I was like, uh, it's probably not wise to run the 30 miles that I wanted to run to make up for all the, the, the orgies <laughs> the day before. And so, uh, uh, those five miles burned a little bit, but not enough. Right. And so I, anyway, I got to change, uh, I got to change my ways. Uh, I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is that you didn't go up any. Um, I got on the scale this morning, and I will share with you that uh, my scale did not change at all since uh, mm. last week. I did not expect it to. I, did, I, I didn't expect it to go up, but I didn't expect it to go down. 
Okay. Uh, what happened was um, I created, uh, you know, I, I stayed within my calorie budget for the days, uh, but I did not do my physical activity yet again this entire week. And I can oh. give you all kinds of excuses as to why, but pretty much if you walk outside, it's like 12 degrees. And, and and there's still and while we did dodge most of the snow out there, we still have snow on the ground, and uh, we had a big ice storm, so it actually had a lot of freezing rain and ice out there. So it, it's not a very safe place to go out and walk. And uh, I just have not made it a priority enough to go out to the gym and do that intentional physical activity. For some reason, when it's this cold outside, I don't even like to go and walk to the car if I don't have to physically go outside. And, so, and what about that uh, torture DVD from Jillian Michaels that yeah, you were yeah, following yeah. a while ago? <laughs> I don't know. I, the thing is, is what what has been going on, and I do know for a fact that I am I'm maintaining where I'm at. I I certainly have a long way to go on my weight loss journey, but I yeah. have been focusing on on balance in a lot of other areas. And I will say that I you know I haven't done my physical activity. I haven't lost any weight. I haven't gained any, but I haven't lost any. But I want to tell you, I feel very confident in my approach to my balanced living uh, these past few weeks, um, and especially this week as well. I've I've maintained that early morning rising and and reading uh, the Word for an hour, a minimum of an hour each morning, and then t- my approach to work has been changing steadily. Uh, I'm getting ready. We're getting ready to go on an, uh, a cruise, a seven-day cruise. Uh, the mm-hmm. family and I are going on a seven-day cruise. We're going to take two days to drive to Florida and two dra- days to drive back. So I'm going to be out of my business routine for 11 days. Wow. All right. It, it just um, For me, that's just unfathomable to think of being away. Yeah. For, it would have been for 11 days. And I would normally be really freaking out right now. I'm not. Uh, this morning, uh, we had another issue with our web host being down. Normally, that would cause my blood pressure to go through the roof. I can't believe this has happened again. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, it is what it is, and we're just dealing with it, and we move forward. And the other thing is is that I'm putting a lot of margin into my schedule. So um, I, I've really adjusted my available hours for one-on-one consulting, I've adjusted my approach to email. I still strive for inbox zero. But, uh-huh. but when I do get 40, 50, 60 emails in there, I don't let that distract me. Um, I, I figure I'll get to it. And so that's one of the things that I'm learning is by p- spending this time with God in the morning, it's really put the rest of my day and all the other obstacles and all the other things that come up and seem so distracting or seem so urgent and, and would get me upset so easily I'm really taking a lot more of it in in this peaceful stride. That's great, and that that sounds really good. And I can tell actually by your whole attitude that there is, you know, there's not much stress there. It's just, uh, you know, the things are like the and even the 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 important decisions that you've taken in the past couple of days, a uh, couple of weeks. Um, there is a lot to be cause for anxiety, but I don't notice it. Yeah, so <laughs> I I will say that that you know there was a little bit of anxiety, but it it wasn't like you know paralyzing anxiety. I I had a little bit of a just like, is this really going to happen? Or, you know, are we going to be able to make ends meet? And mm-hmm. uh, it was you know this is the year of provision, right? 
And so yeah. I, I took thing, I took God at his word and I said, you know, I'm putting you first. I'm seeking your kingdom first. I, I'm looking for the things that you're laying on my heart to do and everything that you want me to do and you put on my heart to do, I'm going to, not only with the best of my ability, but with the strength of your spirit that you give me, I'm going to carry those things out and I'm just going to trust that you will provide for my every need. And because of that, I didn't work late at night every night. I didn't, I you know, I was going to like... um do a webinar every Saturday all the way leading up to the cruise. And I felt like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, and, and by the way, those would have been guaranteed, you know, $2,000 to somewhere between $2,000 to $4,000 of income. And I said, right. no, I'm not going to force myself to work around the clock to put these together. I'm going to trust. I'm going to have faith. And I am going to do the other things that I know that will work and that I need to do. And we paid the bills on Monday and I am not kidding you. We had paid every single bill that our business had uh, for for Jan or for February. We paid um, uh, all all of that. And then when it came down to it, it was time to pay me. We were one thousand dollars or no twelve hundred dollars short. And I'm uh -huh. like, oh yeah, see, I, I whatever. And it's like, wait a second, no, hold on. <laughs> I bought a MacBook Air. Ah. And I, when I purchased that MacBook Air, I knew that I was going to have to transfer money out of my what, what I call my Ono account. And it stands for O&O, which means options, not obligations. So I've been putting money aside in a special account just in case there was you know, some kind of financial need in the future. Or it, more, uh, more than that, it's, it's for if there's an option that I can partake in that will benefit my business. So right. it's only for spending money on investing into the business. And and so when I purchased the MacBook Air, I knew that this was something I really needed for this cruise to be able to have access to a computer to do some program or some uh, work and stuff like that while I was gone. And and so when it came down to it, that's the $1200. And so when I looked at how much money came in and how much I needed for February, God provided to almost down to the dollar exactly <laughs> what I needed. <laughs> and, That's cool. and so, and normally I'd be really freaked out about being away for, uh, 11 days out of, a sh out of a 28 day month. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna worry about this. And I just sent out the invoices for, uh, some, some, for my clients, for all the work that I did in January for my ongoing clients. I don't bill them until at the end of the month. And when I've got all my invoices, if everything is paid that's out there now, which, by the way, I have a really great track record of pretty much everybody paying, um, I already have 50%, more than 50% of the income that I need for February. And that was, and today's the third of the month. That sounds good. It sounds like that whole Providence thing is working. It, that's ex imagine that God's God really does mean what he says. <laughs> so, awesome. And then, of course, I'm not worried about February at all because I have this I'm going to be doing a five week training web uh, online training group where for five weeks, I'm going to take a group of about 20 people and I'm spending the entire month of March teaching just those 20 people how to do everything from the beginning to end, from A to Z, everything you need to know about podcasting. And, yeah. it's, and it's only $800 a person. My goal is to get uh, 20 people. And of course, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do 20 times 800. And that's mm -hmm. enough money when you split it between February and March to cover both months. 
Yeah. And I, I've got four people signed up, and I don't have any doubt that we'll get the 20 people. Nice. Very, very nice. So God's blessings have, have been amazing, and uh, I do see a lot more margin in my days, and I am seeing the opportunity to to really schedule my physical activity once again. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you'll see that once the springtime really uh, arrives and the weather gets better, it, it gets easier and easier. So it's it's only going to go up, I think. Yeah. And the weight is going to go down. <laughs> Here's the deal. We're going on a cruise for seven days. And, and I, have you ever been on a cruise before, Father Roderick? No, no. I've been on a boat to uh, the UK once. And uh, uh, I think I've never eaten that much before in my life um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was this open uh, 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 well, all these tables with food, and you could just basically eat until you, until you would explode, yeah. which I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, then that's very similar to a cruise. Now, on the on these big cruise ships, they have usually somewhere between three or four different restaurants that you can eat at, and uh, usually at least one or two of them are open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, Whew. and it's a seven day cruise, so there is unlimited food. And there's no doubt that, I mean, no matter what it is I like or don't like, even the most picky person in the world could find something they could eat nonstop on this cruise. I'm, I, I'm, going, I'm going to tell you, Stephanie and I both have a very uh, ambitious goal. Uh-huh. It, it, we're, we're, we're committing to ourselves that we will not come back heavier than when we left. And our goal is to actually go on this cruise and lose weight. That would be good. That, and the cool thing is you can hold each other accountable mm-hmm. because the both of you are making that kind of that pledge. Uh, and that's going to help you tremendously. Yeah. It, You're going to be surrounded with people that are like <laughs> shoving it in. and uh, uh, But at least you can keep an eye on each other. And uh, and actually it will it will i wouldn't be surprised if it would actually be fun because then you you you're really going to look at okay so but within our total budget what can we eat and so what am i what are we going to choose what is the the most yummy stuff that we can eat here that it, that at the same time is not too uh, too too heavy for us and uh, it might actually make the whole uh, the whole thing fun to kind of experiment with yeah, and my thought on this is that uh, on during the cruise, it, it, again, it's a whole seven days, and and the thing is, is even if I eat enough to you know to lose weight, and because I'm going to do my physical activity and stuff while I'm on the ship, mm-hmm. but uh, the fact is, is that my normal daily routine is pretty much just mostly sitting in front of a computer most all day long, mm-hmm. and on, for those seven days, there will be very little time that I'm sedentary. So I'm going to have a very active lifestyle on the mm-hmm. shift on the yeah. ship. And so I'm thinking I'll still be able to enjoy more food than what I'm accustomed to and still at yeah. the same time manage what manage everything. And the other cool thing is that these people really are at your beck and call. They they do a wonderful job of of serving you. And anything I want I can get. And so if I want to say, you know what, I would really like to order this. And, and I know that you normally put all the sauce and butter and stuff like that. I, could you please do me a favor? Would you make me one of these with no sauce at all? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I know that tonight on the menu is a regular potato, but would you please make me uh, a, a, a sweet potato, a baked sweet potato instead? 
And the, I mean, whatever you ask for, it's, it's kind of like they're like your own personal genie there. It's, it's so mm-hmm. it's fun. good. Sounds it's, really good. I think you're going to be successful. I hope so. I'm pretty confident, especially with your very, very successful, successful wife, Stephanie. Um, I mean, you've got your, your, your personal example there with you. <laughs> That's right. She's, she's already, she's already there. So <laughs> I'll tell you, she's been doing amazing, by the way. She, she's been working out every evening, uh, you know, going and doing the elliptical for, I think she did 70 minutes the other night and, uh, it's just, uh, she's doing great. I'm really excited. I saw another her. picture and I don't know where you posted it, but, uh, it was another picture of the, I think, uh, the two of you and then another guest. Yes, uh, and it was like a before and after picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where did you post that? Was it on the on the community or that, uh, that is at uh, if you go to gspn.tv slash pabl contagious all one word. Okay, it's uh, it was a blog post, and by the way, that was a long time ago. She's a, she's actually quite a bit thinner than that. <laughs> Very so, cool. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's 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 cool to see those pictures from time to time to see the difference. Hey, and um, uh, we've been talking about us, but uh, I re- I remember that last week you said that you also had some feedback from our audience, from oh, our listeners. Yes, um, we we need to get into this because uh, there's some great feedback. We have Carol and Melody, and by the way, here is one from Carol who is comparing Lose It, which is our favorite online tool for tracking calories but she's found she she decided to check out um uh my fitness pal and she's giving us a review and so let's nice let's listen to this hi this is carol from louisiana and i'm calling i just finished listening to balance living weekly that was recorded on january 20th and i also use the lucid application and uh in the past Ten months, I guess, almost, I have lost 58 pounds, and I find that Lizit really helps me to want to enter my foods in because it's like a gadget, and it that's how it started out, but now it's become a habit. I did lose, lose the habit. I did quit for a while, and then I start back, and then but the last probably three or four weeks, I've really been, ever since the new year, I guess, I've been uh, really keeping track of what I eat, and um, anyway, also, I have a comment about uh, buying a bunch of grapes, or a bunch of bananas, or whatever, for single single people, Um, grapes uh, and bananas can be frozen, and while you just Take a frozen banana in your blender and use it for a smoothie um, instead of ice. Also, frozen grapes make a really great snack. Um, so that's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Bye. All right. All right. Well, first and foremost, I I, I confused Carol's with uh, Melody's. So Melody's going to be the one that compares the two services. But wow, uh, congratulations on losing 58 pounds using that the is- Lose It. That is awesome. <laughs> that's cool. I totally agree with what she says. It's, it makes it entering food fun because it, it, it's gadgety and and then you have these little icons that you can enter and I I love it. I still love it. I wish they had more pictures. Sometimes yeah. I'm I'm eating something and I was like I can't find a picture and then and I well let's use a burrito because it kind of likes like what I'm looks looks like what I'm eating but not totally. 
So uh, anyway, can you add your own pictures? Mm, not, not that I know. Oh, okay. And you know, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, anyway, it, uh, I, I think that that's great, and uh, we hope that you do stick with you know this. And of course, there are times when even Father Roderick and I we we fall off the wagon and don't post for a couple of days or. Sometimes a couple of weeks, but uh, you know, usually with the accountability and and just being motivated by others, hopefully you can be encouraged to stay on the journey and to get to your goals. And by the way, have you ever had? Now I've had frozen bananas in in smoothies, and yes, mm-hmm. those are amazing. I've yeah. never had a never snacked on a frozen grape. Have you ever had a frozen grape? No, that sounds fro- interesting. I like oh, grapes. Yeah. Well, and I, I definitely think snacking on a frozen grape would work better than snacking on a frozen banana because yeah. that thing is not going to be frozen lo- for long and then you're going to have your hands full of banana. <laughs> but frozen grapes, that's that's interesting. That is Although, interesting. Although, of course, uh, grapes do have calories. It's not that it's fruit and so it's calorie-free. But uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But still, I, I mean, it could, it could be something to... to and by the way, Mary says in the chat room, she says, when you freeze a grape, it actually makes it sweeter. Oh, really? I did not know oh, this. Because the sugar might crystallize more or something like that. Interesting. Hmm. I'm more of a, I like hearty snacks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a problem because uh, hearty snacks are, of course, not as good as, uh, well, f- snacking on fruit or, or veggies. But, um, well, who knows? I might change my ways. One of my favorite snacks right now is uh, homemade granola. Have I told you about this? No. Uh, what is granola? I don't know that's well, I know I have heard of it, but I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain granola, but I can tell you what ingredients are in it. So okay. so let's see here. I'm gonna pull up the uh gspncommunity.com. It, by the way, folks, you can do this. You can go to gspncommunity.com and we have a cookbook, uh community cookbook group where we mm. post recipes, and I am now looking. And the, re- the name of the recipe, if you decide to look this up, is Clara's Crunchy Granola. And Dan Miller, who is uh, one of my friends and a client of mine, sent us some granola as a gift during Christmas time. And so here you go. It is four cups of quick cooking oats. So quick oats, like the ones that cook in a minute. Mm-hmm. We we normally don't use that kind, but we did buy it for this recipe when we wanted to make our own. One cup of wheat germ or oat bran. So it, obviously, they're, they're, those are very good, healthy ingredients. Of course, you got to watch out for your calories. Uh, the next one is one cup of um, sliced coconut. Mm-hmm. One cup of nuts, any kind. Now, the one that Dan Miller sent me was with peanuts, and we had been making it with peanuts, but Stephanie just made one with slivered almonds, and it is so much better. <laughs> All right? One cup of sunflower seeds, and then a half a cup of sesame seeds is optional. And by the way, we do not add this. All right? And then three-fourths cup of brown sugar. And then what you do is you mix all of those ingredients in a bowl, all right? And then you add three-fourths of cup of vegetable or canola oil, mm-hmm. one-third cup of water, and two tablespoons of vanilla. And again, you stir all of this stuff up, and then you turn your oven on 250 degrees. And you put this all, you kind of spread this out evenly over a cookie sheet, and then you cook it for 30 minutes at 250 degrees. You pull the mm-hmm. pan out and you stir that up. 
so that so that you know some of the areas that are still touching each other that are kind of moist from the oil and everything. You stir yeah. it, you stir it up, put it in for another thirty minutes, and then you actually pull it out, and then you add these ingredients: two cups of any combination of raisins, dried care cranberries, or dried blueberries. And we use dried cranberries, and we prefer the ones that are flavored like cherries and blueberries. And mm-hmm. you, and then you mix that into the mixture into this this pan, and then you put it in for another thirty minutes, and you pull it out, and then you can you have to let it cool, obviously, and then you put it in storage containers, and uh, you can you can actually um, use it as a topping for oatmeal. Uh, you could actually uh, eat it as a cereal, pour milk in it and eat it as a cereal, or you could do what I do, which is just basically put it into a little tiny cup and eat it with a spoon just just as dry. It is absolutely amazing, and one half cup is 310 or 350 uh, calories, uh, so it's a it's a good hearty snack. It tastes wonderful, and and it's it's pretty it's got some pretty good ingredients in it. Yeah, it sounds sounds good. And uh, I always like homemade because at least you know what, what goes in there. If you buy these things uh, prefab, you never know if there are lots of chemicals and color. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, stuff to chemicals to color the stuff in it or, or artificial sugar or that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, sounds yeah. really good. It, it is very good stuff. It looks like bird food. So, <laughs> but, but it, it, it tastes, it tastes wonderful. Hey, now let's finally get over to Melody, who is actually going to tell us the difference between Lose It and uh, My Fitness Pal. So by the way, ki- thank you, Carol, for calling in. And now here's Melody. Hi, Cliff and Father Roderick. This is Melody of InMyHumbleReview.com again, and I'm calling for the Balanced Living Weekly podcast. Please bear with me as I read my message. There's just too much to say, and I get way too nervous when having to speak publicly but I figured there was a better chance to get this on the air via voice feedback rather than adding to Cliff's inbox. This is the follow-up to my last voice feedback about MyFitnessPal versus Lose It on the iPhone. I actually decided to explore MyFitnessPal on my own, and I found it to be a huge improvement from Lose It, just as Lose It was a big step up from Shape Up Club. First, it's available on both the iPhone and Android, while Lose It is only on the iPhone. Like Lose It, MyFitnessPal also has an online component where you can add and edit your meals and it has a community aspect so you can keep track of your friends and their progress. An added feature that's currently on the Android but still has to make its way into the iPhone is the ability to scan barcodes of food products to automatically upload the nutrition information. MyFitnessPal bases your daily calories on gender, height, weight, as well as at daily activity level, and it gives you the option to create a goal of how many days and amount of time you want to work out per week. It also lets you plug in your own daily calorie allowance, unlike Lose It, where you can only add or subtract from the number it calculates for you in 25 calorie increments. And there's an option to complete this entry for the day to see how much you would weigh in five weeks if you had the same calorie intake and output every day. Some added functions that I love about MyFitnessPal is that there's a tab for recently added foods, and in that you can sort alphabetically or in the order you last ate. You can also create meals easily for a combination of foods that you eat often, for instance, oatmeal, milk, orange juice, banana. And there's a tab that will keep track of foods you eat frequently, so it's much easier to add. Another cool feature is that if you know how many calories you ate but don't want to add a new item to the database, there's an option to quick add the number of calories. My absolute favorite feature is the ability to calculate calories in a recipe. I've been searching for months for a website 
or iPhone app with the ability to do this with such ease. Unlike Lose It, where you can add a recipe just based on a single serving, my fitness pal, with MyFitnessPal, you can add the name and number of servings and then add each ingredient. I absolutely love that when I search for an ingredient like cream chicken soup, there's an option to add a whole can instead of having to calculate the math on my own of how many servings are in cans. Users have the ability to add foods into, that, into the database when logged in on the computer, and other users can verify whether or not that information added is correct. I am incredibly impressed with the extent of the foods. So far, I've hardly had to create any new foods on my own. As I just recently became a new Pampered Chef consultant, I decided to search for a Pampered Chef and found hundreds of recipes already added, which will make it so much easier for me to keep track of my meals. There's also a spot to add notes about food and exercise each day, and it tracks daily nutrients, giving you a chart with how many calories, fat grams, carbs, grams of fiber, etc., that you should aim for, and whether you are below or above that number for the day. You can... You can track more than just your weight on the iPhone app, like neck, waist, and hip measurements, but there's also the ability to log in online and add more measurements of your choice, and then it automatically will sync with your phone. You can even track your water for the day. It also has a huge exercise database, allowing you to even keep track of your weights and repetitions for individual exercises, and so many more specific exercises to choose from than lose it. One little thing I like about it, is that MyFitnessPal does utilize autocorrect on the iPhone, unlike Lose It, where you have to type exactly or it won't find the item. You can also change the meal names up to six meals online and sync with your phone, like if you want to do breakfast, morning snack, afternoon snack, etc. And you have the ability to share your diary with friends or allow it to be viewed publicly. MyFitnessPal may not be, have the colorful icons that Father Roderick loves, and it took a little longer to learn with, than Lose It with how busy the interface is, but overall I'm very impressed and ready to make the official switch. For an even more complete review, along with pictures, please check out my blog at www.inmyhumblereview.com. Thanks, and have a great week. Wow, Melody, thank you so much. And by the way, she sent me an email, and she got some she got some great feedback from the co-founder of MyFitnessPal.com from the review she did on our site. And she wanted me to tell everybody that her username, uh, if you want to f- befriend her there, is Melody Da Silva. That's M E L. O-D-Y-D-A-S-I-L-V-A. So Melody Da Silva. And uh, if you guys want to connect with her there, she's over at MyFitnessPal.com. Very cool. I'm downloading uh, the app right now or just to finish downloading it. So I'll install it on the iPhone and I'll try it out. Um, I was reading the uh, reviews on the iTunes store of this application and uh, a lot of people are very excited about it. It's very similar um, uh, enthusiasm that you see with the Lose It application. There are also some concerns and uh, the people that are giving it a bad review and and that's just a small minority but they they have a point. They say, well, the problem is with uh, MyFitnessPal is you have to synchronize with an online account and the thing is um, everybody can see all your details. Uh, so uh, according to these people, again, we still need to verify that and see if that's, uh, if that's uh, really the case. Um, you're basically exposing everything you do and eat and weigh to the whole world. Uh, I know for sure that with Lose It, uh, you have uh, control over what you want to show and, uh, and what, do you, what you want to keep private. And they're very similar to Facebook. You have these levels of uh, who can see what, which I really like because I... 
I, I don't mind if people see what I eat. I don't care. But I can, I can imagine that uh, uh, some people want to uh, only show, for instance, uh, I don't know, per, the percentage of weight loss or whether they have logged any exercise but they won't, don't want to tell the world how they are exercising or what kind of sports they are involved in. Um, and so, I don't know, it's, it's always a bit, <clears throat> you know, in, in a way, these social applications, uh, I think, add the benefit of, of having this, this uh, social network that will keep you accountable and, and you can compare with your friends. And so there's a motivating aspect to it. There is also, uh, I think, a, a, a concern. There is, it's, it's, um, it's justified to be concerned about how these applications are sharing the data that they gather, which is a lot, how they share that with the rest of your friends with your social network and whether in the EULA uh, they have any clauses about sharing that information with third parties. You have to be very careful when, when you share health stuff. You don't want to end, to have that just being shared with, uh, I don't know, uh, insurance companies yep. or uh, medical companies. Yeah, that's risky. We're talking about your health. We're also talking about... Um, potential information that could even jeopardize in worst case scenarios your uh, your your future i, I mean if, if uh, you want to apply for a job and then someone can just take a look at all your uh, your successes or failures when it comes to losing weight then that might actually have negative consequences so be careful with what you share and read all the fine print before you sign up for for stuff like this yeah absolutely in fact there's there's an organization that's not known to many people but uh insurance companies have this hidden organization that is tracking information about everything in your health so that when you apply for health insurance or life insurance um there you know there's a great deal of information that they have about you and like for example uh, if you ever go to see a psychiatrist uh, about some depression that you might have and, and you just paid cash out of pocket, you didn't go through your health insurance or anything like that, uh, if you were to ever go and apply for, let's say, life insurance and you answer the question, have you ever sought you know, help for uh, depression, if you mark that no, I, I'll tell you what, believe it or not, that 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 provider of your mental health care for that that visit there's about a 95 to 99 percent chance that they made a record of that with this organization and it will be reported and and it could affect and jeopardize your ability to uh to get life insurance in the future um especially when they consider it to be a fraudulent act that you you denied that you ever had any such uh, visit to a mental health provider but you know i don't know if they're using social networks yet but the, uh, but again your your point about even if even if the even if the company lose it even if fitness pro even if in their you are uh, the eula the the agreement that you have with them even if they say they're keeping it private you still be, may want to be can consider what you are putting out online yeah because um, because we all know that technology is technology and somebody can accidentally uh, do something in their programming and then all of a sudden everything's made available for you know 48 hours and then google indexes that and uh, once it's on the internet yeah. it's always on the internet exactly the rule of thumb should be never share on the web what you're not comfortable sharing even if it's just to a small group of people if you think you're just sharing it with your closest family if you don't want that information to go public at any time 
don't share it on the web because it, it, it is there and it will be there for a long time and you never know where that information will end up. So it, this is more a topic for Social Media Serenity, which is another show that uh, Cliff does on gspn.tv. But it's uh, we're, we're all still learning what the consequences are of, our, of these social networks. Again, I also want to stress how much of a benefit it is to be able to do this together with a worldwide community and how much it has helped me personally to become healthier. So Yeah, and I, and I also want to point out, just in all fairness to MyFitnessPal.com, the people leaving those uh, remarks, those, those one-star reviews with negative reviews, I can't imagine that just by default it's turned on for everybody to see it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't think that it could possibly be as... And again, this is just me thinking logically. I don't. I don't think yeah. they could be nearly as po- uh, as as popular as they are if, by default, they just egregiously share your information with the world. Yeah. Uh, well, so I think that there might be some misunderstanding. But you do want to look into it. Yeah, just look. Just look carefully at uh, uh, at all the fine print, and um, and and I'll I'll check it out uh, this week, and I'll. Uh... I'll let you know what I think and whether whether I miss those little icons or not. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to be double uh, double logging uh, for a week because I don't want to give up lose it for a week. But um, well, Father Roderick, I have a question for you. You you've got a story in here, and you you've read this. I've got some things pulled out from it, but uh, mm-hmm. I hear that eating bad food might possibly cause be a cause for depression. Yes, um, there's been some research, and this is something I want to do uh, more often in our show and just go over kind of health-related, balance-related news that comes up. And, and usually that will be research or uh, results from, from recent research. Uh, a bit similar or like an homage to uh, what uh, uh, Fitness Rocks used to do. Oh, Dr. Monty. Uh, Dr. Monty, uh, we, we interviewed him in a, a long time ago. Uh, when this show was still called The Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Um, we both have benefited enormously from listening to his show where he would just go over recent research and give his an opinion as a physician on that. And um, uh, I think that that could be interesting for our show as well. So this uh, research um, that I read about um, says that um, scientists have found out that eating food that contains a lot of trans fats and saturated fat uh, can contribute to depression. Uh, researchers in Spain have followed 12,095 people over six years. So this is not just like, a, oh, we followed ten, 10 people and then two of them uh, had complaints. Uh, this is a huge, huge uh, uh, um, scope of the research. They followed those people for six years, analyzed their diets, their lifestyle, and their medical problems. And they found out that people who ate the most trans fats which are commonly found in uh, pastries and fast foods and fr- any fried foods like chips, et cetera, and french fries, had a 48% increased re- risk of depression compared with people who did not eat trans fats. So that's huge. You almost double your, your chances of depression. Uh, individuals who ate a lot uh, of what they call polyunsaturated polyunsaturated fats i'm not sure about the pronunciation um it's the kind of fats that you find in olive oil um so it's healthy fats not all fats are bad for you there are fats that are actually quite essential for your health um they had lower risk of depression so eating these uh poly uh, unsaturated fats like olive oil actually decreases the chances that you get depressed yep um People with heart disease also 
uh, often have depression with that. Uh, and it can be that uh, uh, the, 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 those fats, those bad fats can contribute to both disorders, you know, co causing both uh, heart disease and depression through a similar mechanism. Uh, what we know is that trans fats and bad fats uh, will increase inflammation in the body. So that could have effects both on the heart because it uh, it it uh, contributes to uh, the building up of plaque, you know, that ca that it causes the arteries to clog up. Uh, but it could also be that the same process is going on in your brain, that you have inflammation, small inflammations in your brain, which could interfere with the the overall electrical balance of your of your brain. Of course, your brain is like oh, it's a huge, very complicated computer uh, where you have all these neurotransmitters that send information through electronic currents uh, to, you know, to each other to kind of regulate your body. Um, it could very well be that, that, that those fats and the uh, causing inflammation have an impact on that, which can affect your mood, can affect, you know, things like depression. So uh, it's another, uh, it's another thing that we've seen a lot on, on a show like The Biggest Loser, uh, where in the discussions with, uh, the trainers, uh, the contestants often complain about being depressed or feeling feeling so much better, having lost a lot of weight and working out and eating healthy, that they that it gives them a boost of the morale. And it's not just by you know staying at the ranch and winning all these competitions, but it it is it is it the the lifestyle, the healthy lifestyle, and the healthy food patterns change their whole mood, their their overall sense of well-being and that's definitely something that I've experienced myself as well since I started to follow the um, Mediterranean diet you know eating also lots of vegetables and lean meat and nuts and all that uh, I I and, and and especially added to that the working out I felt so much better and I could handle stress much better I wasn't as depressed as I used to be and uh, not that I'm you know naturally very depressed but i noticed that i just had much more energy for the things that i did mental yeah. energy as well so. well i i want to say that you know i've certainly dealt um with little bits of depression here and there during some changing seasons and um back i, I can say that ever since i started this journey of living a more balanced and healthy lifestyle and especially since i have changed uh my eating pattern to what is mostly considered to be the mediterranean diet uh, I have noticed that that is, matter of fact, I think since I started this, the only type of anywhere, you know, having anything close to, to feeling depressed was when I was uh, going through what I went through in December. And of course, that was actually after being sick for two weeks and having pretty much everything that was a part of my normal daily routine completely ripped out from underneath me and uh, a bunch of other things. But I bounced back rather quickly too, though, and yeah. and so I, I, you know, I it's I think I could probably say that, uh, and especially judging from my my bio biological dad, my real dad, who has had major major uh, bypass heart surgery and does not eat really well, uh, he suffers from a great deal of depression. So, yeah, yeah I, I can I could probably see this as being something I could probably point to experience with myself and with friends and say, yeah, I, I, I see that. 
Yeah, it's incredible how much food impacts every aspect, not just our physical health, but also mental well-being. And perhaps it has even spiritual <laughs> effects. Who knows? <laughs> the better you feel, uh, the more uh, the, the better you feel spiritually as well. Um, I had another uh, news story, if we still have time, uh, Cliff, uh, because I I'm, I'm not looking at the clock. <laughs> but um, uh, there was another piece of research uh, or another article that I uh, read a couple of days ago. Oh, we don't uh, want to read that next one. No, no, no. Oh, we, no, 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 no. We don't because read because it has. You, 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 leave, you leave my salty snacks alone. I know. I know. I'm, I'm here. I'm there with you as well. I'm a huge fan of hearty, salty snacks. Uh, but this article scared me. I don't know if it's enough, if the scare is enough to change my behavior. But um, here's what it says. Eating salty snacks damages arteries within 30 minutes. It has an effect of 30. Of course, we all know that salty snacks are bad, you know, for your blood pressure and, and, and such. But according to uh, this, this research, I'll just read you a little bit. It's research from Australia. Uh, they say These researchers say that salt-laden treats can rapidly stop blood vessels from dilating, even in people with normal blood pressure. So it's not just for overweight people that this is dangerous, but this can have an impact on perfectly healthy people. What they did is um, they, uh, they served um, 16 healthy people. Uh, half of them got uh, low-salt tomato soup. The other half got the same soup with 10 times more salt in it. And then the researchers switched to groups, giving participants who got a lower amount of salt uh, during the first round a higher dose in round two and vice versa. And then they measured... Uh, their, uh, the arteries using ultrasound, and they found that the arteries of those who consumed more salt widened about half as much as those who ate a less salty meal. And the result of that is restricted blood flow. Okay. The, it took two hours for the effects to wear off. Ah, see, that's um, the question. When I hear damages arteries, you know, it's not permanent damage then, or is it? Is there more? Mm -hmm. Well, the, uh, the, 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 the important uh, proof that they found was that sodium had uh, both an immediate effect and chronic effect. So we knew that if you always eat way too salty and consume way too much salt, that it will damage your arteries over time. That was something that we, that, that we knew. And so that's why salt in general is, is very dangerous for our, uh, for our vessels. And, you know, it can cause all sorts of long-term uh, things. But what they saw, what, that, what surprised the researchers was that it was so fast and so immediate, so quick. Um, what, um, what, 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 what happens is actually uh, the salt not only narrows your arteries, but it also uh, hardens the artery walls. Uh, salt blocks the release of what they call nit nitric oxide, which uh, causes the artery walls to relax, and and so it you know it it, it keeps them uh, supple, or in in, in um, how do you say that dynamic, uh, flexible, um, and salt prevents that and, and it, so it hardens your your blood vessels and what happens then is that plaque will start to build up so your arteries will start to congest 
Um, so, <laughs> uh, of course, this is all very early research. It was done on a very small group of people. In this case, it was just 16 healthy people. Um, if they want to so test me, I will. I'll, I'll eat a bag of salty chips for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, the overall um, uh, advice that these researchers gave was, so what do, you, what do you have to do if you like salty snacks? They said, just stay within the recommended guidelines of two grams of sodium per day. And nowadays, I saw that on, at least here in Europe, on the uh, bags of potato chips, they tell you how much salt is in there. Yeah. Uh, per 100 grams, of course. They, <laughs> and if you see that per 100, 100 grams, uh, it already has more than two grams of salt, then you probably might want to think twice before eating that whole bag. Because, of course, there's a lot of hidden salt. It's not just the salt that you sprinkle on your food. Everything contains salt. Even ice cream contains salt. Yeah. Uh, the, yep. the bread that you eat it contains salt. And so um, those two grams, I think that, that in, in the Netherlands, according to uh, Dutch research, I think like 90% like of the people that live here consume more than two grams per day. Much more than two grams. Yeah. And so it's a generalized problem that we have. There is way too much salt. And if so, salt is a, is a um, conductor of taste. That's why they put salt in everything, because it makes food taste better. Um, and so that's, that's, not, <laughs> that's not a bad thing in itself. But if, uh, you know, if, if the, the market wants their food, you know, of course, they want to sell food to you. And they want you to experience the food as, as being tasty. And so that's <sighs> the, the, the total amount of salt is, is just uh, is, is way over what, what is good for us. Yep. So be careful. So be careful. And matter of fact, I think that probably what I need to do is start really investigating how much salt I'm taking in. So just like I count my calories, I may start counting my salt intake. Could be interesting, at least for a short, brief, for a brief period of time, just to get an idea. Because I have no idea how much salt I get every day. So, um, yeah. Well, my friends, we want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. Of course, even sometimes we'll share information that might not be all that pleasing to hear. Uh, we do actually uh, enjoy the fact that we can come together and be an encouragement on how we can live a more healthy and balanced lifestyle. And of course, the idea here is that we want to live longer, as, you know, God willing. And so, therefore, um, that's what we want to share with you is tips, train, tips and ideas of how to do that and to live well. Yeah. Hey, Cliff, tell me, why should I listen to Family from the Heart this week? Oh, Family from the Heart this week. Uh, we have a special interview with Candace Cameron Bure. Uh, she actually used to play DJ Tanner on a TV show called The Full House or Full House. And yeah. she's also written a book recently that is called Reshaping It All. And we're going to be doing a very special episode uh, where we'll be interviewing her. Just go to familyfromtheheart.com. Look for episode 146. Now, we're recording that on Friday, so you might have to wait for the weekend if you're listening to this right away. But anyway. Very, yeah. We so that's reshaping. That also has to do with balance and health? or Absolutely. It is a wonderful book about reshaping it all, and it's uh, mainly about eating healthy, living healthy, uh, but it's also spiritual information as well. Very great book, reshaping it all. Excellent. Can't wait to listen to that episode. Very cool. Well, Family from, from the heart. Hey, we're going to wrap things up here. We want to say thank you for tuning in. We do want to give you uh, the encouragement of calling us just like uh, Carol and Melody did. 
You can do that by giving us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. You can follow Father Roderick on Twitter at twitter.com slash fatherroderick. And uh, you can find me out there at twitter.com slash gspn. We'll talk to you next week. Stay balanced.